Matantara was derived from the Vuh, that it wasn't just accepted from Moshe that he had heard Hashem speak to him, but that all witnessed it themselves. Why did this need a Raya on its own? So the Chacham explains, If Neisha ha'yerachek hadibu b'nein Yizudas Adam, ba'avur shadibur gashmi. We understand speech is something physical. A person speaks, he uses his vocal cords, he uses his lungs, whatever it is. A person hears, he uses a physical ability to hear in his ears. And therefore to say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu speaks in a way that, Hashem, that people can hear, is so to speak, Ki'ilu, portraying Hashem in a way that he has physical properties. Viratza Hashem lahasir asafekazim Hashem wanted to take this doubt that a person can hear Hashem speak away from them. And therefore, He told them to makadish themselves. The tzfuna, the hidden kadusha means to matari themselves. And that's why they had three days of the fresh like butter to prepare themselves, to elevate themselves. And why? Because that was the preparation they needed in order to be able to hear Hashem speak. When is Damin the Madrigas and And therefore, they, that prepared them in order to be able to hear Hashem speak to them. And therefore, the idea that can Hashem speak in a way that a, that a person can hear, it was no longer a sophic because Kaisal had collectively experienced it themselves. Okay, so that's the first point. That's the. Uh, the nace of Harsina itself was the Klai Shaul Hashem speak. And like I said, even though the, the philosophers and the, had the argument that it's not possible to portray Hashem in physical terms, which is true, but then the idea that Kilo Hashem can speak and a person can hear, they understood is Hagshama, is making Hashem, in, so to speak, have physical properties. What's the, so even though we said, yes, we have a Raya, Klai Shaul heard Hashem speak, why isn't that a, why isn't that a question? Not a physical sound, it's not. We heard it, yes. It's, maybe this is a between Abishma and Rabbi Akiva. It could be why exactly they heard, but uh, let's go with this pastures that they heard Hashem speak. They heard a voice. They heard a voice speaking. Why isn't that, so why isn't that giving physical properties to Hashem? Let me explain. Right. Moshe Rabbeinu points out to them in the Torah again and again, even in the Torah of that, that they didn't see anything in Hashem. They never saw Hashem in any form. It's not possible to see Hashem. Hashem isn't physical. And therefore, Kilayra Isim called Tzmuna, you didn't see any vision, any form, any way that you could portray Hashem, so to speak, with your eyes. There's no physical, so to speak, manifestation that they could see. They could see the fire, they could see the lightning, whatever it would be, but they couldn't see Hashem in any way. Right? You understand? We physical people, we see physical things, and the ability to see Hashem is therefore impossible. Hashem is not physical. So when you understand when it comes to vision, when it comes to vision, then we understand that there's no way to use our sense of sight to perceive Hashem because Hashem is not physical. So why should the sense of hearing be different? Why does Shaykh to hear Hashem? It should be the same thing. If a person can't, uh, so to speak, use physical senses to be able to understand Hashem, so why is, why is hearing different? Why does Shaykh to hear Hashem? Okay, so that's the, that's the philosophical underlying question over here. Which is why they said there can't be such a thing called the Vuh, because just like it was understood, one can't see Hashem, so the Chari shouldn't be able to hear Hashem either. 
So again, the Kedari takes the approach. That's why Hashem let all Klai Yisrael hear him, because then they wouldn't have the Suffolk anymore. You don't have to philosophize if you can or you can't, if they did. But we still have to have the question of what's the explanation in that? Why? Why is there a difference between sight and between hearing? Saying they, if someone hears something and they don't know where it comes from, how is that a cynical? Uh, what's the difference? Why do, we, why do we need a... Why are we bothering with this question? The difference is like this. The difference is like this. The, when, when you're talking about seeing, right, what one would need to see is, so to speak, to see Hashem Himself. That's impossible. Because the Prophet is in no way physical and therefore it's impossible for a person to see Hashem. When a person's hearing, it's you're not a person isn't hearing Hashem himself. He's hearing the 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 the, the, the sound that Hashem wants a person to hear. It's just like if a person Hashem would let's say make a vision that he wanted a person to see, and you would show the person the vision you want him to see. That's not Hashem himself. Hashem creates a vision for him to see, that he can see. For something like that, or Hashem wanted to show him a certain vision, like the Nevim saw, saw, saw visions. Or whatever that was that they saw. So Hashem creates, the, so to speak, the, the thing that they can see. And they can see that. That's not a problem. You're not seeing Hashem. You're seeing what Hashem's created for you to see. But that's in the verse the same thing. It's what hearing is. It's in the sense of the, the, the debris that Hashem wants a person to hear. He lets him hear. But it's still not he- seeing Hashem himself. There's a big difference. Right? Hearing the verse is the same thing as seeing a vision that HaKadosh Baruch wants to portray. Wants to show a person. So just like Hashem can show a person something, he can see where Hashem is showing him, he can hear where Hashem is making him hear. It's not Hashem Ba'atma. So there's then a lot of a lot more with it. There's a lot of Nukudas in the Dibur of how the Dibras were, so to speak, which was very interesting. For example, the Targum Yenison in this expression on the Sense of Dibras says each Dibur, Klai Yisrael didn't just hear it, they saw the letters in fire coming down from Shemaim. They could see it. They could see that the Shalhovin of Esh, the letters of fire coming down from Shemaim of Anayif Hashem, they saw the Aleph, Nun, whatever it was. They saw it. Now, and it's, uh, there's a diagram from the Pasuk, it says, Vachala Om Ramimus HaKoyles. That they could see Koyles, they could see sound. We understand. If a person sees, let's say, letters of fire across the sky, Anayif Hashem, he's not seeing Hashem. He's seeing the letters which Hashem made him, showed him. He's seeing the words spelled out, if you ever say that again. That's not called seeing Hashem. So by the same context, hearing it, you know, you're hearing the, the, the Shmur that Hashem wants a person to hear. Yes, the word comes in the matter, Hashem is Mashmir, what, what He wants a person to hear. But it's, it's in the sense of what I meant, I meant to hear. It's like what I meant to see. It's not like either we're seeing HaKadosh Baruch Himself. And therefore, they could see, hear the Kodesh just like they could see the Kodesh. So they could hear that it was something which HaKadosh Baruch gave people to hear. But it's not the same thing as saying that a person can see Hashem Himself. And every universe like this. Whether Hashem is being Mashmir, letting a Novi hear something, or when Hashem is showing something to a Novi. So those, so to speak, Hashem is using spiritual kochus to show a person, to let him hear, let him see, to teach a person something. If he's on the level to hear it, to understand it. It's still not the same thing as, so to speak, uh, being able to see Hashem himself. So why couldn't Hashem do the same thing for... That's different. Okay, so that's the first point. So like we said, whether it was the Debris that they saw according to the Targum Anderson or that they heard, it was Be'etzin, the message Hashem wanted to give them, they, they could hear the message, they could see the message. That's the first point. Yeah. 
Let me explain that. It says, Kol Hashem B'Koyach. The Midrash says, in a number of places, the Midrash Rabbah, it's in the Psikta, and then the Yalkut, it's always the same Midrash, Kol Hashem B'Koyach. Or it says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's voice, who can, who can hear this, the full impact, the full intensity of the Dvar Hashem? And what? It says it was, each person could hear the feed their ability to hear. And therefore, the, each person, they, they heard, so to speak, what Hashem wanted them to hear, but toned down to the level they would be able to hear it. And we say the same, say the same thing at the beginning of Sefer Vayikra. It says over there, Vayikra el Moshe. Everyone was standing outside the Mishkan, and Hashem called Moshe. Did anybody else hear? No, only Moshe. How is it possible? But Hashem didn't whisper that only Moshe was near enough to hear. Hashem spoke Bukayach. And what? Hashem wanted Moshe to hear, so he was the only one who heard it. And it's the same thing, and it's the same idea. It's not like we think of sound, that a person shouts and anybody who's in the radius can hear. That when HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to mashmir, to tell something to somebody, so he makes that person hear what he wants to tell him. And each person will be different. They'll, they'll hear what Kilo and Lefi, their, their ability to hear. Okay, so that was the first point. The nice of hearing Hashem speak. This the Amos applies to every Nibur. The Navi wasn't in some distant location where no one heard because he was the only one who happened to be there. The Navi could have been with other people, but they didn't hear, he heard. And so for the Gemara. The Gemara says that Daniel, when he got a certain vision, he was with Hanani Mishal of Azariah. But they didn't hear and he heard because they were right next to each other. It wasn't they couldn't hear because they couldn't hear. It was because the, 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 the Debra wasn't directed to them. So Hashem didn't want them to hear. He was a Navi, he could hear, they weren't with him, they didn't hear him. Fine. That's the first point. Now, the second point is there was more to my husband just in the fact that the Hashem speak. This is after they saw all the signs of Harsina. The shofar, the thunder, the lightning, the fire which, the age still of the fire which was burning all the way around the top of the mountain. For the whole 40 days, the worship of Harsina, the fire continued to burn. And they saw Moshe going into the fire when he disappeared to Shemaim, and he came back out of it again. And the basic Yisraelis of the Torah is the Yisraelis of Yibris. Yes, from Hashem himself they heard the first of Yibris. And he says that in Parma himself they heard the others from Moshe. Now, so, what is he, so the, the, there was more to him than just the fact that they heard Hashem speak. And he says, just to film what he said before, after the Mitzvah Shabbos, the Kodak Kodak Mitzvah, the Mitzvah Shabbos, not to mention before those Mitzvah Shabbos, which already understood from the man, Hashem repeats our sin, that's one of the Sarah's Debris. But the Ikhaphon he wants to get to is, the Eliyah Sarah's Advarim, they give him a home and a notion, the Chidim, the Minavi. It wasn't that they were told there was such a thing called the Sarah's Debris from other people, or even from a Navi who said that he saw it. They heard from they heard Hashem himself speak. They saw the they saw the Maimon Hashem themselves. They couldn't they weren't on the level of Moshe to to hear everything Hashem had to say, and therefore from then on, when Moshe spoke, it was what Hashem told him, it came from Hashem. Right, and it wasn't that uh, Moshe thought about something he said of Hashem, Hashem, what Hashem told him. And then we saw what he means. 
We explained the first part of the book. The fact that Kaisal collectively heard that it was possible to hear Hashem speak. Like we said, the philosophers didn't understand how such a thing was possible. It's like Kilo, they thought you're making Hashem look physical, that he can he can speak and people can hear. So how did they understand what Nebu is? How did they understand what Nebu is? What, 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 what were the Nebim talking about? So the philosophers presented Nebu like this. It's what we call today abstract thought. And if a person meditates on something and removes any other distraction from his mind, he'll think of very profound things. This is what philosophers thought of. That's the way they came to whatever uh, ideas and philosophy they came to. So they claimed that Nebu was something similar to that. That the Navi was misguided. He... He managed to put himself in the state of deep meditation, and in that sense, he could uh, come to a certain clarity or certain uh, whatever it would be idea that he wouldn't have come to otherwise. And that was the book. And nobody else knew how to do that besides Ross. Um, I don't know if can, other people could do it. There were no Vihishaka. Maybe they helped. They could do the same thing. I don't know. But uh, that's not what the book is. The book is a person gets a message from Hashem. It's not that he thought about it and he came to a certain idea on his own. That's what he's going to propound. There's maybe philosophy has a truth to that. In other words, maybe the philosophers they came to whatever ideas they came to through meditation. But it has nothing to do with the book. The Navi didn't decide what to say because he thought about it. It was something which he was told. It's not even preparatory. It's not even preparatory to hear the words of Hashem. And it says that Dilla Vayela There is a preparation to hear the words of Hashem, but that's something different. Like we're going to learn about later on, and the Raman talks about like what a person needs to do to prepare himself for the book. Uh, a person doesn't have to preempt what Hashem is going to tell him. He has to put himself in the state that he's, can, he's receptive to what Hashem wants to say. And Kairos also did it themselves because when they heard the, what they heard at Hasina, it wasn't something that they had thought about or come to a certain uh, level of meditation. To hear. They heard, they heard, and then, and then when they saw that, that or at least they experienced the way the book works, is the person told something. So then understood. When Moshe came up and said, "This is what Hashem said." That it wasn't that Moshe came to a philosophical thing, idea that this is what we should be doing. Well, this is what Hashem said means, just like they heard a Harsinai. They could hear a voice speaking to them. They heard. Moshe heard the same way. And that's what the Apostle says, Harsinai. It says that the whole Bavur Yishma on Bedabri Imach, Vagam Bechay Aminu Lo'ilam. There's another point that's here as well. And that is that Klai Yisrael, what they saw in Harsinai, was that the same Dibur that everybody heard. But Klayosho weren't strong enough to speak to to experience the Debra. They all died, like you know, from the Pasuk. But, but Moshe had the Debra and he, he, he was okay. So they saw that Moshe could hear the Debra of Hashem and they couldn't. And that's why, like the Pasuk says, they came to Moshe and said to him, You speak to us. Right? And I, Hashem, don't, don't talk, Hashem shouldn't speak to us directly. We aren't ready for that. But they saw that the Debra, which there was, so to speak, that's what Moshe was hearing, like they were hearing. He was able to do it. How did, how did they know that he did it? That's the first two points. And that's that the principle of the verse is what they saw. There's another idea also. And that is that the, what he's coming, like we saw before, Lafuki from, is the idea of the philosophers. And that's why it brings the second part also. Even if I'll, through meditation or through transcendental thinking, whatever one wants to call it, a person can come to a certain idea, right? It, it's not going to be with all the graphic description of what happened in Hasina. We're talking about the mountain with the fire burning in the mountain and the coitus and the brachim and the shayfer and everything which built up the experience of Hasina 
that wasn't just the, the end point, which was the message, so to speak, what Hashem told them. What they saw, what they experienced, was something that they all witnessed. They all were, 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 were sealed and killed. Those are things which they, they could pick up with their physical senses. It says, they're all afraid. Right? And therefore, just like that wasn't the product of uh, a thought process. It was something that they could see with their eyes and hear with their ears. So when they came to hear in the word, they felt it in a similar sense. It was the same call that they heard of the Kala Shaper and the same fire that they saw burning in Hasina. So they saw the Debris, they heard the voice, and they saw the words of the Debris, like we saw before from the Targum, that there was something that they experienced the same way. It wasn't a different process how to do it. And therefore, and therefore, Kaisha understood that this is something which we, we're being shown, we're being told. The MS is, it goes even a stage further, if you're going to see next, I'll just say quickly what he's going to say. And that is, I'll ask you a question, I don't think thought about this. The Gemara says that the, the words of the Aserius Zebras weren't written on the Luchas. They were engraved in the Luchas. So there was like a hole in the Luch where the letter was. Like the Gemara Shabbos says that that's why the, mem, the final Mem in the summer for Omer B'Nais because since you engrave around the circle, the piece in the middle, so to speak, has to be being held there miraculously because there's, no, there's nothing on the sides to hold that piece of stone in place. So we know that the Debris, so to speak, are written on the Luchas, were engraved in the Luchas. There was like, a, a, there was like, so to speak, an opening in the luchas. We could see from each side. It was in the vuv luchas. You could see from each side the, the cuts into the stone where the oysters were. So for years I had a question. It says that Moshe came with the luchas down from Harsina, and he saw Klai Yisrael with the Egel Azov. It says Moshe saw oysters parchus. He saw the letters flying away. Right? What flew away? There wasn't a letter. It was a hole. It was the air. What flew away? But well, it means that the, the Luchas fold up again. But then what happened? What did he see flying? It's not like ink or paper. It wasn't something that the letter was there that you could see fly away. It was a, it was a, a hole, so to speak, in the stone. So how does it fly away? It stood me for a long time. Until I found the Targum. The Hamshah of Targum I told you before. The Targum says like this. The Targum says that when they heard the Luchas spe- Hashem speak, just like they heard the Debris, they saw the words in fire. And he says the, the words in fire went the whole way across Machani Israel. And then it engraved itself in the luchas. They saw that. So it wasn't just a hole in the luch. It was a hole with a fire. There was a fire burning inside each letter. It was a, the luchas were engraved, but it wasn't just empty air. You could see through it. There were, the, the words of fire were still there. Mamish, it's lashon talking. They understand very well. The oasis prophets, Moshe saw those letters of fire flying away. But then, then there were still holes there. Maybe yes, maybe no. I don't know. It doesn't talk what happened to the holes. But what, what flew away was the fire in the letters. So it was something which Kleinschel saw even after the Dibur. In the Luch, you could see the words of Sarasvik burning. That there was that, like, that chios which still remained with the Lash and Hashem. Let's take a minute. I'll leave it inside. On the Dibur. It says like this. The first Hebrew. When it left the mouth of Hashem, so to speak, there was like a fire and lightning, like a flame. fire on one side, on the other side. Fine. What happened to this Hebrew, which left Hashem's mouth? It flew through the heaven on top of Klai Yisrael. 
The Arizal could see on top of the, cli- the camp of Kaisal, they could see the words that Hashem was saying it by here. The Chazar umishakek alufik yama. And then the, those letters of fire went and engraved themselves in the Luach. The Havi Yehivim Makachadayimashi, the Shemosh's hands. Umishakek by Mistarasar. And then the fire burnt itself the whole way through the stone of the Luach, Shemosh's hands. And that's what they heard. They heard, they saw, and they saw where it landed up in the Jibu. It's an amazing thing. It wasn't just the Hashem engraved it, so to speak, oh, cut out the holes. The Dibur itself was Chaitsev Lahavis Esh. Chaitsev Hashem Chaitsev Lahavis Esh. It was the words of fire which Chaitsev saw, and that fire engraved itself into the Lech. It was clear that the Dibur was still there. And that was the Hashem was what we were going to say here. It wasn't something that they speculated. They heard, they saw, and they could even see it afterwards. In the Luchas, that fire was still burning. That was the, the fire of the Dibur of Hashem was still burning there. It's an amazing thing. It's an amazing havana in the, what, what happened in the service of the Dibus. Right. <coughs> right. Next time, next week. But the Yusayid is that uh, the experience of Harsinai, he said two things. Number one, how is it possible to hear Hashem speak when it's impossible to see Hashem? So we have Between what Hashem wants to make known to people, either through showing them or making them hear something, or seeing the essence of Hashem himself, which is impossible. The Hashem didn't show them anything in Harsinai because that would have just looked like something which they could serve. There would be a mikshal of Avodah And the second point, that therefore Kaisal saw that Nevo wasn't philosophizing, wasn't speculating, wasn't, like we said, coming from a stage of uh, deep meditation. It was something that they could experience outside of them, which they were aware of, which they could hear, which they could see, and which they could even see afterwards. Because, like we said, the, the Dibra continued to burn in the Luch. It continued to be there. Okay, that's the first point. Next time we'll finish this.